Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Raven, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Wow, Mozart. I love opening up with Mozart. Did that sound a little funny to you as it did to me? I wonder what happened. Blog Talk Radio. Do tell. Something was a little off. I have to speak to the conductor about that. Anyway, I am very glad you're joining us again today because today we're going to have another really very interesting show. Uh, Those of you who, by the way, are just becoming familiar with the show A Better World with Mitchell J. Rabin, make sure you go to our website at www.abetterworld.tv and sign up for the newsletter. We uh, broadcast from here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's then archived at Blog Talk Radio as well as at abetterworld.tv. And we've got a long, distinguished list of interviews and guests over the course of years of people uh, sitting down and speaking with me from all over the country and actually all over the world. So as a result, we have listeners from different pockets all over the globe, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today, we are going to be focusing on one of the great pillars of society that we don't spend enough time directly connected with, but today we will be, and we'll be speaking with Jana Shiloh, who is a homeopath from Sedona, Arizona, for the time, for the entire show, actually, to discuss different aspects of skin care, beauty, health, well-being, and to discuss her book called Heart Fusion, The Magic of Imprinting Water. And uh, as a homeopath, Jenna has done some really interesting work that is in some ways really modeled after the work of Dr. Omoto, who we had on the TV show some years back. And uh, it's certainly something for you all to stay tuned with because uh, it's really very interesting, and we'll get into that toward the latter part of the show. But about beauty, first let me say this. Uh, Ken Wilber, quoting uh, some greats in time, suggests that what's good, what's true, what's beautiful really form the foundation of any culture and indeed really any society. Of course, we're aware of the economic backbone of society as well it needs to be. 
and yet we also know that there is the artistic, there's the natural, there's our organic relationship with these three fundamental ideas in human life. The good, we all seek to do good, we like being good, there's some very natural affinity in our hearts and the core of our being to being in service to others and to the planet, a form of stewardship, which is what my book is all about. And then there's the true. Well, needless to say, we seek out what's true, and we distinguish it as best we can from what's not true, what's false. And our ability to discern, our ability to discriminate between what's true and not helps to contribute to our really our success in life and very much our happiness because if we're always in a kind of a veiled state of not looking at and being able to to discern what's true we miss it and therefore honestly we miss life that's how important what is true is to um, really the very core of our being and then ah we turn finally to what's beautiful. And beauty, of course, is in the eyes of the beholder. And some people are, I would say, even awake enough to see beauty in just about everything. And today, we're going to be speaking about the beauty in the human physique and uh, human physiognomy. Yeah, yeah, the face. And skincare from a holistic point of view, and Jana has some really interesting thoughts to share with us about how we can all really do what we want, which is we want to look good. And for women especially, we use the word beautiful to be radiant. These are very important ideas because there's this notion that what is inside us shines outside us. So when our hearts are full of love and compassion, it reads on our face. And there are also things that we can do to ourselves, inwardly and outwardly, and we'll be covering these, to help to augment that beauty. And there are breakthroughs these days in science and understanding the natural world, really, that have really helped us to come to another level of dealing with this idea of aging. And there's an entire field, as you all know, called anti-aging, which very much dominates a lot of today's conversation. After all, many of us are baby boomers, and you know we want to sip from the fountain of youth if we can. And we've been looking for it for decades. So Jen is going to help uh, us understand where to look and how to navigate. Just a few words about Jenna before we launch into the interview with her. Uh, she's had a lot of experience as a homeopath dealing with, of course, different homeopathic remedies, but also nutritional supple supplements, and has been in private practice in Sedona, Arizona for a good many years. She's very experienced at her craft has been teaching workshops in it, and uh, has helped many people get healed, become whole, 
uh, integrate the various parts of themselves under one roof, you could say. And her book is a further expression of that, which we'll get to toward the uh, the latter end of the show. So, Jenna, are you on the line with us? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Wonderful. Welcome to a better world. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Good. I'm so glad. You've got a really interesting background, Jenna, which, of course, you go into in your book, which, you know, your personal story is really rather awesome. And I really encourage people to pick up the book. You can get it actually on our website at abetterworld.tv. If you just click on Jenna Shiloh, you will see uh, a button for Amazon because it really brings us into that um, that really interesting labyrinth of how people discover their life's work and their life's passion. And you really lay that out. And um, I think it's very engaging for people. How is it that you have now sort of turned a certain corner toward that third pillar, if you will, that I was describing, the good and the true. Maybe you've mastered those, so now you're looking at the beautiful. What are you doing <laughs> in the world of uh, <laughs> you like that? Huh? <laughs> really? of, uh, healthcare and skincare? Well, I've always been interested in anti-aging, and I am one of the baby boomers, so um, it's been um, an interesting process seeing the changes that come over our faces, our skin, our bodies. Yes. Uh, Sometimes interesting is a stretch. Right. Sometimes not so welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And so... It's being um, generous, right? Okay. (laughs) Right. So, um, but, you know, it was something that I didn't focus on so much. I used a bunch of creams the way most women do. And um, was very focused on on the health um, aspect of things. And then a a good friend of mine sent me an email. And it was a picture of her. And she has the kind of skin that blondes, a lot of blondes do have with a lot of fine lines as they age. And she sent me a picture of herself, um, a picture of herself, and then a picture of herself after 10 days using a a very interesting product that was natural. And I I was familiar with the plant. And so um, I became very intrigued and couldn't resist ordering some for myself to see what it would do. So um, I went ahead and tried it and told a few other people about it, and, and they started using it. It's actually a substance that was discovered accidentally. There's a lot of research into natural substances for, um, you know, for things like cancer and chronic problems that people have. And there, there was this one substance that seemed to be doing really well, except that, um, as all of your listeners are probably familiar with the big pharma situation, it's not a field you can really break into in with natural a natural product so um so they were all ex- the, the scientists and researchers were experimenting and these were um doctors who were working in very prestigious universities and and um hospitals 
and they discovered you know they discovered this the the positive effects of this substance but they were looking for some way that they could actually make it available in a um in a palatable way on the in the marketplace something that wouldn't take them down so they started experimenting with people's skin uh, because they wanted to see whether it would work for for a number of conditions, different conditions. Mm-hmm. And um, people would come back who were being experimented on and say, well, my the condition is better, but look at my face. My wrinkles are gone, or they're disappearing, or the whole shape of my face seems to be changing, or the wrinkles in my neck are going away. What is this stuff? And so they 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 were um, pleasantly surprised, to put it mildly, and decided to research it on that level to see whether this was something that they could get out to the world in a different sort of way. Mm-hmm. And so they did. They actually took a, a device, and I believe, from what I understand, there's only three in the country. Um, and it it was based on the technology that was used to see whether there were any cracks in microchips, because of course they wouldn't work for computers if they were cracked. Yes. And um, they adapted it, and they were able to actually measure how deep a, a line was in the face. Is it a deep wrinkle? Is it a light wrinkle? Or is it one of the scary emerging wrinkles? <laughs> <laughs> which you can see hints of in the mirror, you know, but you say, yeah. oh, no, not there, please. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, of recent imports. Right, recent imports. <laughs> so they did research with, um, you know, a number of people to see what would happen, and um, in 30 days they discovered that their results, and, and we have to bear in mind they were using Uh, subjects who were young people as well as older people. Um, The results ranged from 18 to 67% reduction in these lines, different ones. Mm -hmm. And usually if a skincare product can give you 5% reduction, it's considered good. So this, this was like unheard of. Are you saying that the standard commercial... Uh, brands that are out there that dominate the Nordstroms and the Macy's mm-hmm. and the Bloomingdale's of the world are getting 5% line or wrinkle reduction? That's the average, yes. Okay. And and the other thing that's scary about products, and I have to say, even in the health food store, because you know I wasn't so familiar with this until I had a friend who was fanatical about it. She was an esthetician. That a lot of these products have propylene glycol, which is an antifreeze. Um, <laughs> they have parabens, and these things are collected. You know, they're cumulative in the system, and a lot of them lodge in the liver. So even though we think we're putting on a very fancy, very um, wonderful, sometimes very healthy product, if you don't read the ingredients, you could be actually asking for trouble. Well, along that line, if I could uh, add to that, um, it's my understanding that uh, products 
from the human body that most people have no idea finds its way into various cosmetics is something they collect in urinals all over the world, China, France, Egypt, mm-hmm. etc., called, guess what? Urea. Human urine. Right. Mm-hmm. And they break it down and they get the urea, and that is a, a rather prominent part of a lot of skincare um, products that are manufactured by the very leading multi-billion dollar manufacturers that have such a a sheen over them that you would think only uh, princesses and queens would use them. Mm -hmm. Well, the interesting thing is that in India, they use urine a lot, and they use it topically, and they Mm -hmm. use it for rashes and things like that. Well, now you're talking about urine therapy. That's urine therapy, exactly. How much, Um, let me ask, does your urine cost? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think the Indians have it right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that part, you know, I've actually, I have studied about that. And uh, that's a whole other topic, and a lot of people yes, still turned off to it. We'll but, have a show on that another time. Right, another yes, time. <laughs> but my I will stuck my nose into it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I will say that um, my, you know, my my friend, the fanatic esthetician, um, yes. told told me that the that the way they break it down and the solvents and things they use are not that good for you. So here I thought, oh, at least this product has something natural in it. And yeah. she said, no, it's still not good the way they present it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a whole other thing people can research on the I Internet. I will say, uh, since we've gone into the depths on such <laughs> subject as this, Jenna, I would like to say in respect to the industry that the work of Aveda – uh, that was originally founded by Horst Ruckelbacher, both a colleague and friend who I've had on this show uh, and the TV show going back many years, did develop a wholly natural uh, line of products that are really good for the skin all around, face mm-hmm. and elsewhere, that mm-hmm. he receives his botanicals from the Amazon rainforest, takes really good care of the people there, and uh, was always interested in helping build community there. And uh, the products have that kind of radiance and um, vibration, if you will, resonance, as mm-hmm. does the um, the um, products from John Easterling, Amazon John's Amazon Herbs. Right, right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just we, I want to give credit where credit is due, and there are yeah. those companies that are doing a lot of good who understand the larger picture of skin care and overall health. Exactly. And well, I think, you yeah. know, I think that's really important that people are aware of of things that they want to avoid in a, in products and and that some of the things they do see on the shelf, you know, they still have to be wary of even if they are in the health food store. Right. So tell yeah. me more about this particular one that you are describing through mm-hmm. your esthetician. Everyone right. should have a fanatical esthetician. Right. <laughs> um, at so, least one. <laughs> at least one, right. <laughs> so um, this, this is um, – I found it very exciting because not only have I seen – 
very dramatic results in in you know in yourself and my friend yeah myself and my friends when I started using it um, there's a group that I go to a women's group um, once a month and and for a few months for whatever reason I didn't get there I had been using the product uh, for a couple months when I went back and um, everybody was saw me and they were like Jana you look so different you look like you've lost a lot of weight. Now, I'm not the skinniest person in the world. I'm not super obese, but I'm not the skinniest person in the world. <laughs> and I would have liked to have said, yeah, <laughs> I found it. Uh-huh. You know, I couldn't say that I had. But the interesting thing was the shape of my face had changed. Uh-huh. And and they saw that. And, and it actually looked thinner. Um, I tend to have a rounder face anyway, even even when mm-hmm. I'm thin. It's cute. So I always I always kind of wanted you know cheekbones like the Vogue models and everything, <laughs> but I never had them. <laughs> but I was starting to get cheekbones, and I mm. have them now, and that was really pretty amazing. Um, so th- some of the lines have have certainly lightened on my face, and the other thing I just noticed the other day, and I've been using it now for nine months is I have a little bit of kind of like a double chin kind of thing underneath. Yeah. And um, it was it was like puffier on the left than on the right side, and I could never figure out why, you know. I mean, it just looked a little off balance under mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the mirror yesterday, and it's completely even, and it's about half of what it was. Wow. So, so this wow. product is, not only does it work, Quickly, you know, most people can see a change in, you know, ten ten days to a month at the most. Um, but it continues to keep working, and the research that they did and the and the percentages that they give were only based on one month. They weren't based on, you know, prolonged use of the product. Yes, yes, very interesting. But you are seeing incremental changes over the entire nine-month period right. so far. Exactly. So, Actually, you know. What, the so-called double chin, et cetera, you right. are seeing changes occur over extended time periods. Exactly. So that's very impressive to me because yeah. I thought, okay, I got some results the first few months. That's probably it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're fighting an uphill battle when it comes to it. I mean, aging yeah. continues. Age marches on, <laughs> yeah. and the fact that it's continued to sh- give me improvement was was pretty amazing. Um, I have seen. Uh, well, I have a friend whose mom was 83 years old. She is 83, and she's used it, and she saw changes all around her mouth. And I honestly thought, well, by 83, you know, what kind of improvements are you really going to see it, mm-hmm. you know i mean mm-hmm. honestly it's it's aging and everything slows down and but she doesn't want to quit using it either so mm. it, it it's that's certainly that's one side of it um is the beauty side but actually i'd like to throw something out at you and see your take on it you have Please. you're a chinese doctor right acupuncturist acupuncture Indeed. right and they do a lot with facial analysis yeah. in, in in diagnosing in yes. Chinese medicine. So if something really changes in the face, what does that say about what's going on in the whole body? 
That's a really good question. And it brings forth the idea that a change in one area signals a change in all areas, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, there are a number of meridians that run through the face. And so when the face changes, there will likely be a corresponding systemic change in other parts of the body related to that organ system meridian. For instance, that's interesting. So one of the one of the uh, prominent uh, uh, meridians on the face is the urinary bladder, <laughs> talking about bladders <laughs> and urine, <laughs> although I didn't plan that at all, <laughs> or talking about urine therapy for that matter. Uh, another one is the stomach. Um, another one nearby is the gallbladder. And so if, in fact, the, the um, end points of the meridians on, in this case, the face, but it would go for the hands or the feet as well, or the ears for that matter, uh, or the top of the head, are all kind of analytic slash diagnostic areas for uh, the Chinese practitioner, medical practitioner, Uh, then there will be some effect on the associated meridian. That's the point. I wouldn't really want to make too much of it because in itself it's not sufficient to shift the the stagnation, for instance, of mm-hmm. a whole meridian, but it can only help, as mm-hmm. we say in Jewish medicine, it wouldn't wait. It You know, it's well, best with acupressure, you know, mm-hmm. but in fact, if the skin itself is just healthier, that means it's breathing better. And if it's mm-hmm. breathing better, that means that she is flowing better. And oh, in reality, there's only one meridian, you know, and they're all connected. But we mm-hmm. break them up and delineate them in ways so we can make it a bit more manageable, manageable and bite-sized, if you will. We chunk, <laughs> we chunk it down, as we say in neurolinguistic programming. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, that, it's a good question, John, but I want to come back to just... The idea of, I like to think of it as skin nutrition. Most people don't realize that the skin is actually the largest organ of the body, and it's the largest breathing organ. Among the organs, it's the largest lung of the body is a better way of putting it. And we lose and gain most of our moisture through the skin, not through drinking water. And the health and the openness of our pores is utterly vital, not only to our skin health overall and to, of course, our facial health and looks, but to our overall systemic health of our body. And I think it's very important that we really kind of digest that piece of information, that we're breathing with our entire body, our skin area all the time. And the skin on the face, of course, is our our show to the world, it's our stage, our eyes are actually expressions of our brain. They're an exposed part of our brain. So the Greeks would say that the eyes were the seat of the soul. They were direct contact. And you know what it feels like when you look at somebody in the eyes. 
And one of the reports you told me about um, the use of this uh, natural product that you've been referring to, and yes, folks, we will give you a chance to learn more about it without any question, <laughs> is that the eyes that somewhat become lidded over time with aging have tended to open up. Yes. And when the eyes open up, that actually means greater access to the soul. Mm-hmm. Not to mention possibly better eyesight. <laughs> right. Know? And no. and the and the fact that people can actually see your eyes as people get older, you know, exactly. they often have to have surgery even because their lids droop so much and there are a number of exactly. people who it's almost exactly. like a, I mean it's like a facelift in a lot of ways to see the changes for That's right. So what we end up seeing here, Jenna, is that there is this kind of holistic, systemic, integral way of looking at and thinking about the health of the skin overall in general and the health of the and skin of the face in particular that has so many different resonances relative to the health and well-being on every level because, you know, if you look more beautiful or if you just look good in your own eyes and in others, you're going to automatically feel good. It just follows. And if you feel good, that means your cells are breathing better. The cellular respiration has increased. And if cellular respiration, which also means expiration, is occurring, that means the hell, the, the cells are um, functioning more optimally, which all, means, after all, the immune function is working better, which means that we're healthier, more robust, and uh, able to negotiate the ups and downs of the world and of daily living better than if we're not. So, it's not like beauty lives over here in this corner and skin products live over in this other corner. And then this whole idea of health and supplementation and diet and exercise and lifestyle live somewhere else. Not at all. They're all really one unified whole. And I think that's a really valuable way of thinking about the kind of work that you and I are doing. I mean, let it be said that you very kindly introduced me to this product and what will be product line that has to do with skin health and skin nutrition and COD. We usually call it all Mm anti-aging. So I want to thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Let's let everybody know you are listening to Mitchell J. Rabin on A Better World on Blog Talk Radio. We are spending the uh, program today with uh, Jana Shilo, who is a homeopath from Sedona, Arizona. Such a wonderful and healing place. And she is the author of a book called Heart Fusion, The Magic of, of Imprinting Water. And we'll be getting to that in a little bit. But uh, let's circle back to some of what you were saying about um, skin care and what you were saying about this particular product, which is that it's it's making um, was in its history of research medical in nature in that it was seeking to naturally resolve the issues of cancer, which, of course, 
you know, that's not such a new enterprise. Many of us have been on that path, including yourself, for mm-hmm. decades to come up with um, user-friendly, natural, organic approaches to dealing with cancer and any number of other um, imbalances, as we say in Chinese medicine, or mm-hmm. um, um, or pathologies. And uh, and so that part of it isn't new, but that they tripped upon this um, anti-aging function is phenomenal, and that people are getting the results they're getting is like doubly phenomenal. It's you know, and it's not as you said five percent that the rest of the marketplace is getting at exceedingly high prices, by the way, but here they're getting between eighteen percent which even at the low end is more than triple the, the average of the other products. And uh, up to 67% is is sort of off the charts. So I thank you for bringing this forward to me. Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, one of the things that I find exciting about this is that it does have an effect in a lot of, a lot of different um conditions you know with the skin um we have the aging skin and and of course all of us have been made painfully aware especially in places like Arizona and Florida and yeah Southern the dryness States, you know, yeah. of the, with the dryness yeah. and the sun damage yeah um we do need things that help protect us and a lot of the commercial sunscreens are now they're saying they cause cancer so we have to be really careful what we do go figure Right. right. <laughs> we do choose to put on our face. And, you know, sometimes people will um, call me and they'll say, well, do you think this product will work for X, Y, Z? Um, everybody's different, as we know, especially homeopaths and Chinese medicine people know that. Um, and so we, you know, I always just say, just try it. You know, the product yeah. has a 30-day money-back guarantee. If it doesn't work, just you know, send it back, call the company, send it back, and get your money back. Yeah. But it, it does work on a variety of things, and, of course, you know, we can't make any medical claims or, you know, we'll get Certainly. in trouble. So we just say try it. Yeah, right, right. And there's no need because everyone interacts with everything in nature differently anyway. And, uh, you know, sometimes people eating lemons or apples will end up having such a therapeutic benefit that, you know, right. uh, could literally shift the pH just that degree necessary for their body to start regenerating healthy tissue. Even if they had had cancerous tissue, it may sound funny, folks, but things like this happen all the time. And we have to have a mindset that's open enough to recognize that nature designed is designed this way to have this kind of uh, life-affirming effect on biology. You know, it's all an integrated ecosystem. You know, maybe we should let people know that they can, uh, you can learn more about this product by calling us at 212-420-0800. That's 212-420-0800 or sending an email to mjr at abetterworld.net. That's M-J-R, my initials, at abetterworld.net. And uh, that way you can um, get more information. I'd be glad to get it to you. So, Jenna, I think you're doing a beautiful job in, in describing this. And, you know, 
look, <laughs> we made it clear. Who doesn't want to look better, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, <laughs> and you gave an example of someone in their 80s. Everyone wants to look better. When we wake up in the morning, what do we do? We we do our ablutions. We take care of ourselves. There's hygiene. There's wellness. We exercise. We drink green juices. We go and meet the sun if you're in Sedona. Not New York these days. <laughs> right. um, you know, it feels like Seattle. You know, um, and um, we we meet life, and we want to feel good, and we want to look good, and we want to look our best if we can. You know, and that goes into our clothing and our attitudes and our reactions and our our intentions and right. I mean, this is absolutely, and the way the way we interact with people. If we don't feel good about ourselves, there's a part of ourselves that's always closed down and hiding and you know, not wanting to um, to be seen, really. Exactly. That's exactly. That's a very good way yeah. of putting it in this context in particular because if you don't want to be seen, then your beauty will not be radiating in that direction, you know? And, yeah. um, and, and when are... people feel youthful, mm-hmm. when people feel youthful, they feel they have more energy and they can, you know, run marathons or at least mini marathons or at least take a robust walk around the block, you know, right. whatever it may be. I'm sorry, what were you starting to no, say? No, I was just going to say there there are people who have, um, you know, attested to the fact that that they were so ashamed of their face, the way they looked, be it age, be it, you know, some other condition and how it changed their life really, where they wanted to go out and interact with the world and yeah. um, because they felt so much more attractive and, um, yeah. you know, um, wanted, really, you know. That's really true. And, you know, mm-hmm. even if one is uh, – the other reason that a lot of people will not go out into the world and um, contribute and be contributed to is because in this culture of weight – we know that mm-hmm. obesity is one of the great problems in this country um, for lots of reasons. And yet, if one is feeling better about the way they look, at least facially, that opens up the possibility of them venturing out. So it's either that they feel that they don't look good um, on their face, they don't feel good there, or they don't feel good in their body, right. you know, below the neck, let's say, you know. Right. And so, um, you know, it could be that one leads the other, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into yeah. the world. Yeah. Actually, I have I have a, a, a funny story to tell you about. It was about my mother. I come from Jewish descent, and my mother had a large nose, and uh, she was a nurse. And she also had a deviated septum. So she asked the doctor who was going to operate on this deviated septum if he could do a little plastic surgery while he this was in like there. This sounds like a Jewish joke. <laughs> and so um, she went through the surgery and everything and came out, and she thought, oh, she looks so much better. She was so thrilled. Uh-huh. And it changed her whole way. You know, she would walk into a room with a certain pizzazz. And oh, yeah. She had very vivacious um, redhead, my mother. Yeah. And um, one day she she was talking to the doctor in the hospital and she said, I just want to thank you so much. You've changed my life because of, you know, the plastic surgery you did on my nose while you were doing the 
the surgery, and he looked at her and he said, what plastic surgery? And she said, you know, I asked you if you'd do that. And he said, oh, I didn't have time. I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) So she realized the power of of feeling, thinking that she felt better, you know? That's great. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. Obviously, you weren't raised Jewish, even though you are of Jewish descent, because someone who is raised sort of like New York is a Jewish culture in many ways, Mm -hmm. and a Jew would never say, I was born of Jewish descent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's all the years of yoga that I've (laughs) Right. No, it's just I'm just having fun with you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Please pass me the bagel with a schmear. Right. I mean, that part I can identify with, but, you know, the religious part, honestly, I can't. Oh, sure. No, believe me, I understand. There's something to be said for it, actually. But uh, Yeah, it's it's not uh, bad. It just somehow... Oh, no, no. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> Just some of the dogma can be a bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, heavy-handed. But right. rather than talk about heavy-handed, I'd like to mm-hmm. really engage you on the subject of heart fusion, the magic of imprinting water. Your book. Um, are you ready to go into that, or do you want to? Sure. No, no, and that's fine. Stories, because your stories are wonderful, um, and I, I so appreciate. I think the audience does too, uh, what you're sharing regarding um, people's experience and changes through this all-natural product that you've been um, talking to us about. Um, so is there any more that you would like to share? No, I, you know, all I can say is that I've been excited. There are very few products that excite me, and um, yeah. I really encourage all of your listeners to contact Mitch and um, – Get the more information on this. Try it yourself. It's um, it's a pretty amazing product. Yeah, excellent. And I love that there is a uh, a complete money back, what a thirty day guarantee, mm-hmm. which means that if people don't like it, or I don't know how that's going to happen, but if they are not getting the results that they would want, so be it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. there's nothing right. lost. Nothing that's how lost. much confidence the company has in their product. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Yeah, contact me at 212-420-0800 or mjr at abetterworld.net. Or you can go to our website at betterworld.tv and just go under contact us and uh, reach us that way too. There's another email address through which uh, we uh, can be in communication with you. Also, while you're there, sign up for the newsletter which announces the radio and TV shows every week. So on that note, great, Jana. It's just it's a pleasure having you on and talking well, thank with Thank you. This is fun talking with you too. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's just special. So uh, you have taken the work of Dr. Omoto and you have, let's say, synergized it with your own work as a homeopath in a way that I think is just simple and intelligent. And um, I think you're really onto something here. And it's in the domain of vibrational healing and frequency medicine. And it just takes homeopathy, in a sense, to another level. Could you describe what it is you've done here and what your book, Heart Fusion, is about? Well, um, I'll, I'll... 
give you a little sentence, and then I'd like to go backwards a little bit to explain a few things so people really can can grok, as we might sure. say, the, the full um, impact of this. Um, this is a method, you know, homeopathy is an exacting science and an art. We have over 3,500 remedies. And to be honest, um, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of good, well-meaning practitioners who don't understand homeopathy and they just buy the, the these packaged products and sell them to their clients and some of them are actually dangerous uh, by my estimation. Mm. So <clears throat> people really need, um, if they want to engage in homeopathy, to find somebody who's well-trained, who um, you know is a classical homeopath who does it the, the original, the real way, that means according there. to the teachings of Dr. Samuel Hahnemann. Right, who is the founder right, yeah. of homeopathy. Could you and, define homeopathy, by the way? Yes, I will. Um, the, the idea of homeopathy is, called, is like suffering, and it started with this man, Samuel Hahnemann, who was a doctor back in the 18, late 17, early 1800s, and he was disillusioned with the the medicine of the time with leaching and, you know, all kinds of um, mercury poisonings and things is the way they treated people. Well, and, the surgeons were barbers, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> call it barbaric. <laughs> right. And they've actually gone back to using leeches these days, I've heard, in hospitals. Really? Which, yeah, which if they just learned a little about, um, basically about uh, one of the remedies, Arnica, for swelling and bruising after surgery and after injury, they wouldn't have to use leeches. But anyway, that's another topic. So basically homeopathy is is um, challenging that way, and you need somebody who's very well trained. And there are a lot of good homeopaths around, but not that many in the long, you know, when you compare them to the population. Mm-hmm. Um, the the method that I developed is is something that people can do for themselves, and that's why I'm so excited about it. That um, you know, in this challenging time that we're going through of transformation, people just need to have as many tools as they can. They can't always get to a practitioner, but they can do things for themselves as well. So um, the idea of homeopathy, like cures like is is a very different perspective it's a more feminine actually perspective than what western medicine is engaged with um in their philosophy what they have of it the idea is that we want to stimulate the person's body mind spirit we don't have a word for it in english but in homeopathy we call it the vital force into healing itself now we live in a self-regulatory universe. Every we're always adapting to situations, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever. There's always a certain level of adaptation to fit the situation. In homeopathy, what we do is we reflect back to the vital force what's out of balance. Mm-hmm. There's a pattern of something that's out of balance that is similar to something else in the in the known universe. So, for example, if somebody had um, an itchy eruption that was red and swollen and blistery, and they like to put heat on it instead of cold, we might give them 
the frequency, the extracted frequency of poison ivy. Because poison ivy could create that kind of a symptom. And if we remind the body that that symptom is present, we can stimulate the body to respond to the frequency. And in responding to the frequency, it responds to the condition in the body or the mind or the... It works on an emotional and physical level. So like cures like is the the premise of that. Now, the opposite of that would be, you know, maybe cortisone cream, you know, which would try to make something go away, which is an expression of an imbalance in the body. And when you try to shut up the body, the imbalance goes somewhere else, When you, you know, the expression of it. Mm-hmm. So we really want the the remedy is really a catalyst to stimulate the body mind spirit into rebalancing as opposed to forcing a drug or sometimes even herbs work in what we call an allopathic way which yes. is opposite suffering trying to dry up a runny nose instead of remind the body that it has a runny nose and it needs to do something about it. Mhm. So that's the basis of homeopathy. It's so interesting. Basically, of course, it means homeopathy. It means same. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, basically what Hahnemann discovered is that when you give the body a wee little bit of the same thing from which it seems to be suffering, that acts in some way, as you're saying, as a stimulant slash catalyst for bringing it, you could say, to the surface and exploding it out of the body, you Mm -hmm. know? It's just interesting. So it's adding a wee bit more of it, you know, Mm -hmm. that that has that effect. I'm not sure anybody completely understands it, except that we know, and it's completely proven, even with double-blind studies that were published in The Lancet, to be true. Exactly. And and people who, you know, poo-poo it, and there are many, Yes. Um, really haven't done their homework because yeah. people who really have done their homework came around yes. and saw, you know, that that homeopathy was so so very powerful. Yeah. Because the body's right. powerful. Yes. That's why it's powerful, you know? Yes, exactly. And there is an inherent deep organic relationship between the the body and natural medicine what we call medicine is just a wee little bit of nature um that is uh you could say put into a certain medium like mm-hmm. a homeopathic remedy it's just nature in a capsule it's right. not synthesized <laughs> you know what i mean it's not exactly, exactly. manipulated Mm-hmm. So anyway, but you yeah. Do. The big but is, or the big if is, that you have to find the right remedy, and that yes. is, um, you know, sometimes. I mean, when you do, it's like magic. It's incredible, and sometimes it's challenging. You know, I mean, it keeps you humble, no matter how much you study and how much you know. Yes. <laughs> Homeopathy is like that. Well, there are certain types, you know, like that are the classic types described by Hahnemann. And, you know, there are some homeopaths to date who don't feel that those are relevant in the same way as they used to be, that there have been some upgrades, you could say, to the practice. What would you say about that? Well, 
I, we we are constantly testing, especially now that it's become more popular. We have schools. We we test all these things um, on on people, new new yeah. remedies, mm-hmm. um, and the students are usually you know willing guinea pigs for the process. The way we know whether something is going to cure a combination of symptoms is to see what that particular substance would create if overdone to a healthy person. Yes. So it's called approving. And so there are ongoing provings with new substances now. But, you know, I have to say, if somebody has um, a fever and their face is red and flushed and their hands and feet are cold and, you know, um, the symptoms come on intensely, they're, they're going to need homeopathic belladonna. And it doesn't matter whether we're talking, you know, 1800 or 2013. Um, so I don't necessarily, I believe that we can evolve and, and see new things in homeopathy, but I don't necessarily subscribe to the fact that now, you know, we're in a newer time and that these things don't apply because these these remedies still have a powerful effect if you find the right one. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And that's, again, the big if. And that's why I'm excited about how this has evolved for me in discovering that there are um, ways in which even if we can't if, or we can't get to a homeopath to find the right one because we do have a range of potencies that only pharmacies can really make. Um, but there are ways in which people can find the right one because they they do tune into their own frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you've done and what I went through today, for instance, so you all know, folks, I uh, went through a session with Jana this afternoon, and um, it has to do with this idea that she originated in many ways of taking the work of Dr. Emoto, which, as I believe many of you know about, it was certainly uh, described in What the Bleep Do We Know, the film, uh, but certainly for many, even before that, know of this work, the uh, Messages in Water, uh, that, by the way, Dr. Dean Radin of the Institute for Noetic Sciences uh, restudied and re-ran the tests that Dr. Emoto did and doubly proved them to be efficacious. Most people don't know that, but I've had Dean on the show, and Mm. it's really, really interesting. But the idea for all of you who do not know is that um, music, our emotions, our thoughts are essentially projected into water, and water becomes the carrier of it. And Dr. Emoto managed to photograph this frozen water with our emotions and those emotions that are the ones we love experiencing like love Mm -hmm. like happiness like joy like well-being uh show up as highly symmetrical beautiful images you know sort of like a, a snowflake and the negative emotions that we don't like to experience of anger hostility, hatred, and the like, depression, uh, show up as really rather ugly 
morbid looking. And same with different kinds of music. Do you want to say more about that? I yeah, no, to. no, this is great. And in fact, I really encourage anybody, you know, listening who hasn't heard, I haven't heard your show, but I know it must be wonderful, to check out your show with Dr. Emoto and to go online and look him up, E-M-O-T-O, with yeah. water, and yeah. actually see the water crystals that he saw. Now, homeopaths have used, used water to capture the frequency of the substance. Mm-hmm. And we've known that water has memory and can hold that substance, that, that frequency. Um, and I think, it's, uh, I think it's really advantageous for people to be aware of that for m- many reasons, including every time you drink some water, to feel gratitude, to send it love, <laughs> because it will turn into a beautiful energetic pattern that is going into your own body. Um, I was very fortunate to be able to take a workshop with a man by the name of Dr. Karatkov. Oh, I know, Mikhail. You know him? Oh, yeah. Yes. I was in uh, St. Petersburg with him. Oh, I would I love to go. I attended one of the GDV conferences with him. Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I would love to go sometime and present. He's great. Actually, Constantine, his brother, Constantine, I right. Mikhail, and he always looked at me and said, you remind me so much of my brother. You are like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wonderful, wonderful scientist. Yeah. He is. Please go on. So so he, um, his GDV, which is, as he, he likes to say, it's like Karelian photography on steroids. Yes. It's like 40 years, 50 years later from Karelian photography developed with the computer. Right. Can actually look also at water, at the energies of a person, at the energies of water, um, even the energies in a room, and show the patterns that it creates. And so I I have a, a friend, uh, his name is Clayton Nolte, by the way, who creates, um, I, I also sell those, it creates... Um, canisters that create structured water mm-hmm. um, just from your own sink or, or wherever. Oh, wonderful. And it was with Clayton that we went to to a Constantine's workshop. Anyway, Clayton has one of the GDV, one of these devices. Yes, I do too. Oh, wonderful. Yes. So I went over to... Um, to Clayton's, and I said, I'd like you to look at these two kinds of water that I created with this um, heart fusion technique. And lo and behold, we saw the patterns, and they were very different. And that made me very happy because I couldn't really get to Emoto to have him freeze my my remedies and, and check right. them out. Right. But it really corroborated that, and people who get the book we'll actually see those patterns in there. I put a couple of them in there as photographs. Yes. So, but, you know, it's been an interesting process because we I always thought of homeopathy in the traditional way of like cures like. Yes. And one day, um, some people moved into Flagstaff, which is only 45 minutes from Sedona, with a white buffalo, a pregnant white buffalo. And I went up there because I was excited to get to see if they could save me some of the white buffalo milk when the baby was born. 
at that point we were uh, there was a lot of research in homeopathy with animal milks. It should be said, by the way, Jenna, that I, I've met that white buffalo. Is why I told you uh-huh. earlier. But right. uh, it should be said that the white buffalo is a very interesting part of native lore and legend mm-hmm. that has manifest. Exactly. And this it's, is a manifestation. There are several that have been mm-hmm. found in different parts of the country, one of which is, as you're saying, in Flagstaff. Yeah, they um, they have unfortunately moved to Bend, Oregon. but And people yeah. can look them up, sacredwhitebuffalo.com. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I went up there with the intention of getting some white buffalo milk saved for me and doing that proving, finding out what it could create and what it could cure. Now, some of you may know about the Lakota tradition, but um, just briefly, when white buffalo calf woman appeared in the form of a white buffalo and she gave the Lakota the, um, the sweat lodge, and the peace pipe ceremony, among other things, or the pipe ceremony. They don't call it a peace pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, when when she was about to leave, and they figure this is about a 1,000 years ago, when she was about to leave, they said, well, are you going to come back? And she said, I will come back at, the time, at a time when the earth is in chaos and darkness, and I will come in the form of a white buffalo, which me, which will indicate that there is still hope. Mm. Give you goosebumps, huh? Oh my word! <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, so I, you know, thought what an incredible remedy this would be. So I went up and I asked uh, Jim, who's one of the the man who had the white buffalo, and his wife, if they would save me some white buffalo milk. And they didn't know me at that point. They looked at me rather kindly and said, "Lady." These are white a- wild animals. We don't milk our buffalo. <laughs> so, Lady. I was, <laughs> really. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I had my heart set on the milk. So, which, by the way, later I did get when one of the babies wasn't nursing, but that was a number of years later. So um, they mm-hmm. said, but, but, you know, the buffalo are always shedding, and we have some white buffalo fur that we're happy to give you. So I was very gracious and smiled and took it, but inside I was thinking, oh, I wanted that milk and all this. <laughs> and we chatted some more. And as I stood there, this this came alive. This substance came alive in my hand, started heating up and pulsating. Mm. So I knew that there was a very phenomenal energy in it. And I decided to have it made into a remedy for me by one of the uh, homeopathic pharmacies so that I could, you know, do this research. Yeah. So they made it up for me and they sent it back. And, and, and at that point, we're talking the year 2000, at that point it, it, it cost like $500 to have it done. But I was so committed, to, I just had a feeling about it. It came back to me, and I decided to try it out, to just take it while I was in a meditative state to see what I felt. And it was at a time when I was in a state of a lot of, of, I was joyless, let's put it that way. I'd gone through a divorce. I had 
I found a remedy to help with the grief, but I was not in a state of joy at all. Mm-hmm. And um, I got the remedy, and I sat down, and I and a friend was there, and we took it together. And she and I both felt this amazing heart opening and this amazing sense of joy. And I thought, well, you know, this I'm looking for symptoms, quote-unquote negative symptoms, and instead I'm feeling this amazing joy. Right. So I started giving it to different friends. I didn't tell them what it was, you know, just asking them to tell me what they felt. And everybody felt this this glow, this joy, this beauty. They, some people, you know, when we got into a state of deep meditation, actually felt like white buffalo calf woman was there in the room with them. Mm. So this kind of shook my world as to what I was expecting with the remedy. Um, then I, I later went on to experiment with spraying it on different parts of the body where there was pain and had some phenomenal results, including my friend Kenyon Taylor, who 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 has three pictures that people will see when they um, if they contact you and get more information. With yes. the, she played a strong. Uh, she's she was a friend who turned me on to this amazing facial care product. She had a broken little toe, which is quite painful and it's hard to walk. We sprayed her toe from her toe to her knee, the front and back of her leg. She got up and walked with no pain. And we're saying, what what is this stuff? You wow. know? Yeah. You know, so blown away. So yeah. so that that was and I've used it, you know, over the years a lot with meditations and ceremony. Um, with with people who had no experience with meditation, and it instantly puts you into a very relaxed, deep state. So that was my first introduction to how a frequency could also have an immediate positive effect mm-hmm. on a person. It doesn't always have to be like cures like. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. So that that was step two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that that is available, uh, White Buffalo is available on my website and something called Sedona Healing Power which has um some other frequencies added to the White Buffalo frequency mm-hmm. which um is, you know, especially for pain and and healing. Yeah. Healing. What is the website? It's uh it's health rays. That's an R A Y S healthrays dot com. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Well of course what you're talking about when you went beyond the homeopathic uh model mm-hmm. is what we do refer to as frequency medicine or vibrational medicine and it's the idea that everything, you know, since everything in the universe as Einstein tells us, is energy. That means everything also has a certain, you could say, signature. It can be measured. Right. It can be quantified. And if it be quantified, then you can you can kind of delineate its distinctions. And then you could pre- present it to somebody through ingestion or through a form of, you know, radiation, healthy mm-hmm. radiation. Healthy radiation, you know, right. It can be uh-huh. sent in a sense, as what we have known as radionics, 
it can be fed back in what we talk about as biofeedback, sometimes through the nervous system, sometimes through the air. We also can use cyberspace for this. I've been doing it for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we do something here called energetic balancing. But it's like you came to recognize organically, if you will, Jenna, how frequencies work and interact with the body, distinct from homeopathy. Exactly. It was, It was. Um, I mean, I have always known about the flower essences and things like that, but yeah. this was... This or aromatherapy, you know, aromatherapy, right? But this kind of this was the next piece in, and music, in, for that matter, <laughs> and music, of course, <laughs> yeah. with, with um, you know, which led me later to, you know, to add in the concept. I mean, Emoto. When I saw Emoto's work the first time when it first came out, I was so blown away. Yeah, and and I was thinking. Because we have remedies that are made from pure energy, okay, um, uh, from the sun. We have homeopathic X-ray, and I have given it to people who had radiation burns from radi, from you know getting radiation treatments for cancer, and it has helped their burns. Is really, mm. we make remedies also from just frequency, not necessarily from something material. So it occurred to me that there was a possibility of being able to take someone's a frequency of a core issue that someone had and turn it into a homeopathic remedy mm-hmm. to give back to the individual because we are imprinted. You know, whether you believe that we come in with these imprints, either genetically or energetically or past lives, or whether people, you think just things just happen in this lifetime and people have traumas. You know, I mean, as a child, something that doesn't look like a trauma to an adult might be earth-shattering to them because they're so sensitive. Yes. So yes. We, all, we all have these imprints in the cells of our being. And while talk therapy can be helpful to gain a perspective, mm-hmm. um I think a lot of people have felt that it falls short in terms of a real a really profound curative shift in the body, mind and spirit. Well, I will take issue with that young lady. <laughs> uh that would be a whole other conversation, but uh-huh. to think that way would be to take talk as in speech, as in language, as in the word, and extract that out from the body. Speaking is a physiological act and requires all of the cells and the body to happen. And language actually uh, shapes cells. Well, you know, And the work I, of I, Bruce I, Lipton, right, cellular biologist, right. you know... He made it say, very clear that our language is very much involved in the formation of our perception, which is very much involved in the formation of our belief systems. So you can disentangle a negative belief system through language. Now, well, none I, of that preempts <laughs> the very great importance of what you do. Okay. But I would, I would say this, that language, when coupled 
with somatic work helps to um, round it out in a very real way. Okay. I will just say something on a very personal level. Sure. I was I was uh, raised by a psychologist. My father was a psychologist. Yes. <laughs> and I was duly um <laughs> there were a number of um you know tragedies and things that happened in my family and I was yes. sent off for therapy. Yes. And I talked and talked and talked and I got to understand my patterns very well. Yes. But it didn't change my patterns. Yes. Okay, I'm just talking for me. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> I understand. It's a common report. I've heard and, it and many I know times. that yeah, and I yes, know that yes. people have been in analysis for 20 years and they're still in analysis oh, or they Oh, that's gave the up. truth. No yeah, question right. about it. No so, question so, about it. I'm I'm talking from that perspective. Yeah, okay? no, no. Believe me, I appreciate it. And there's I I that's one of the reasons actually I went into Chinese medicine along with psychotherapy and counseling. Because mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to do what you're suggesting, bring uh, the talking therapy into conjunction and alignment with working somatically at the same time. Right, right. So, no, I, that's so, how much I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I also went through it with my divorce. I could see clearly it was a good thing. It was the best, highest, in the highest good for both of us. You know, yes. I had a totally intellectual perspective on it. Yeah. And and there were times when I felt, you know, schizophrenic because I had that that perspective and I was still in a, so, you know, emotionally not yeah. in a good space. So, um that's No, no, really I, I, I very Yeah, much you understand that part. Yeah. So, um anyway, so, so how does your work homeopathically with the core emotion or trauma yes. uh, bring about the shift that people are looking for toward freedom, emotional freedom? Well, I think it, you know, it goes back to finding um, sometimes we'll, you, we'll work with a particular more recent trauma and an emotion related to that. Huh? Um, otherwise, I like to lead, some people know what their core issue is. I like to lead people through a process to discover what that is. Sometimes it's a surprise. Sometimes it's it's not. Yes. Um, you know, one example I I think I um, I shared in the book and I mentioned to you was a, a friend of mine who had an issue with completing anything. Yes. And she she would get excited. She would start a project. She would put time and money into it, and then she would just stop and never complete. And she didn't know why. And I said, well, let's see if we can find it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I led her through a series of questions, and the answer to one of one of the things that came up spontaneously that she hadn't even thought about in years was that when she was in fourth grade, she had to go to the bathroom, and the teacher wouldn't acknowledge her raised hand. And she, you know, waved and waved, and she was ignored and ignored, and then one at one moment, her bladder totally gave way, and she peed on the floor in fourth grade. Mm. And, you know, of course, that's not a cool thing to do. Right. And and all the kids started laughing at her, and she froze in that moment. And that moment of freezing was the frequency that had continued unconsciously through the rest of her life mm. of, you know, being successful, starting something, she's smart, she's dynamic, and then all of a sudden everything would collapse 
So we got in touch with that moment in time for her. And we actually turned that frequency into a homeopathic remedy, which wow. she gave back to herself. Yes. And she could feel the cells that had been frozen somewhere underneath, that fear, that humiliation, com- starting to soften and release because it was reflecting back in a homeopathic way. Yes. How she had been stuck, what had been locked in her cells. And and it had it changed her life. It totally changed oh, her life. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. I imagine you have a number of stories. You also teach workshops on this. Right. So that's an opportunity for you to work with a group of people at the same time that are identifying those core issues that uh, is pivotal, that are pivotal in their lives and right. allows them then through the homeopathic remedy to start moving out of that. Exactly. And um, this is so important because, I mean, it's something that people can learn in the book, but it's also really nice, kind of like self-hypnosis as opposed to regular hypnosis. It's really nice yeah. to be led through yeah. if sure. you can. Sure. I do do private sessions by Skype and by phone. And, Wonderful. Um, and and I'm also willing if, if you know, people wanted to organize a group, either to actually come and teach a workshop or to do it through Skype with one person on the other end helping to facilitate the um the physical part of it of how Yeah. That's mm-hmm. excellent. So it would either be that you would travel to one location or another across the country or elsewhere right. I take it and uh or do it through Skype. Exactly. Exactly. The heart fusion work. That's beautiful. Right. So you could bring That's a group beautiful. of people together because once we release this this locked-in trauma that yes. is the core that you know that has tendrils that go throughout our lives. Yeah. Whether it's um, f- you know, a ba- fear of abandonment, which affects our relationships, yes. or you know, not feeling good enough, or or whatever it is for each person, everybody has their own brand of it. You know. So Very true. So powerful. Very true. This you can do with your children. You can do with yourself. Um, it's it's a very powerful tool and a very self empowering tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm considering using it in my in my counseling practice. Mm-hmm. You know, quite honestly, I think yeah. that it has real merit. I think it has real merit. You know, what is your phone number, Jana, for people to it's, get in touch uh, with you? Yeah, it's nine two eight two eight two nine three six two. Again, nine two eight. Two eight two nine three six two, or they can email me at Jana. That's J A N A at healthraise dot com. Wonderful, and your website is triple uh, w dot healthraise r a y s dot com. That's right. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you've been a, a wonderful person to speak with, a wonderful guest today, and. Uh, We've covered, I think, a fair amount of ground. I know. We really have. You know, mm-hmm. We started at the skin, but it was nothing you could call skin deep. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I, 
I also I just want to um appeal to to you and your listeners in that um I you know I I'm a researcher, I'm a homeopath, uh I'm a writer. I my forte is not marketing and my desire is to be able to share this with a lot of people. Mm, yeah. So if yeah. anybody has any ideas um you know sure. please feel free to write to me or call me and yes. um we can do some co-creation. Oh, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. Yes, audience, take her up on that. Be of help. Contribute. <laughs> Participate. <laughs> really. Good, Jenna. It's good. It really is. I, I want to just thank you very much for all of the good work that you're doing in bringing so much forward to the larger uh, community for our own health and well-being on so many levels. Well, it's just, you know, it's my pleasure, and it, it's really what makes life worthwhile. Yeah, you know, it really is. It really is. It really is. Well, thanks so much for being with us today, You're and uh, we will talk very soon. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was Jenna Shiloh calling from Sedona, Arizona, such a magical place if you haven't been there certainly you should and she is the author of heart fusion the magic of imprinting water and working with core issues the way she was speaking about was so interesting and i did experience it myself today and i was going back in my own psyche my own memory to gather earliest memories of pain and suffering it's not pleasant that part but as you're doing it there's something very liberating and freeing about it because you know that simply by going back through those memories that you are uh, reacquainting yourself with things that you have for sure suppressed and have gone into the subconscious so just the retrieval process itself is healthy let alone then the homeopathic aspect that becomes part of her whole methodology. So uh, I think there's a lot to what she's doing, and I really very much appreciate it. And circling back all uh, this mysterious natural product to which we've been referring, uh, the company wants us to be rather uh, circumscribed in how much we talk about it on the air. So I've given reference to it. We both have. And surely, if you are interested in anti-aging and looking what may be years younger, youthful, and feeling really good from looking more youthful, uh, or if there are just lines or wrinkles on your face that you have not wanted, or your neck for that matter, or your hands. Uh, we've had reports of uh, liver spots and the like clearing up on the hands as well. Certainly do get in touch at 212-420-0800 and uh, leave a message there with a way of getting back to you or email at mjr at abetterworld.net. Uh, I'm sorry, mjr at abetterworld.net and we will get you more information. Or lastly, go to the website, abetterworld.tv, and go under contact. There's an email address there, which we also pick up here in our office, that through which we can then send you a website where you can order uh, some of the product for just a month and try it at no risk, 
or get more involved. And uh, we welcome any participation whatsoever that will help you get healthy, holy, and feel younger and better and be more expressive in your life. So this is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World. I so appreciate your listening. We get a lot of people listening in archives and live and from all over the world. It's very exciting, and I'm very pleased about it. And do know that our shows are archived from Blog Talk Radio on www.abetterworld.tv permanently. So you can always circle back or forward it to a friend and, uh, you know, be part of our community in that way. Also through the newsletter as well on Facebook, A Better World Media we're at. So come and, as they say, like us. (laughs) Why not? Thanks again for joining us and I look forward to speaking with you all next week.